Welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Conversations with business expert authors to learn about the author, their expertise, and to help you find your next read. And now, here's your host, best-selling author and CEO of Influence Network Media, Jody Brandsetter. Melissa, welcome to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. So excited to talk to you and talk about the Phoenix Style book. But before we get into the book, I would love to know who you are and what you do. Well, that's a tough question because wearing all those hats and making things happen, not only in my life, but in my client's life, I have found that being a part of others experience and growing their business, becoming an entrepreneur, trying to level up all of the things. So my job is basically working with clients one-on-one or in groups, could be mastermind, could be trainings and working with corporate, allowing people to really get to the heart of their business, get into what really is keeping them motivated and driven. So as a coach, I'm there for the accountability, the support, what's the vision, how do we move forward? Let's get past those blocks and really dive into being the best version of yourself. So I pride myself in being able to motivate people and to really give them a clear understanding of what life looks like. And without a life and business coach, I don't know how anyone gets through their day. I don't know either because I love having a business coach and she does a lot of life stuff for me too. So I think they go hand in hand, no matter who you pick. Now, Melissa, we've talked before, I kind of know a little bit about like your history and what you've done, but I would love for you to tell them a little bit about your entrepreneur's journey. So how did you decide to become an entrepreneur? And I know you've done tons of stuff. So I would love for you just to kind of give a little snippet of that journey. Sure. So it started when I was 10 years old. However, I did not know that that was what entrepreneurial was. There was a magazine that sold note cards and stationery, and I wanted all these things. And my mom would only give me a limited budget to be able to buy the products. And one day I noticed there was a thing that said, if you sell so much, you get so much for free. So I was like, perfect. Who can I sell this to? We lived in the country. I had a bicycle. There were farmer wives at home. So I went door to door asking them if they would like to buy any of this. And of course, that little 10 year old blonde headed girl, how could they tell me no? So that really was the start of it. And it's funny to look back on that because that really started the measure. My dad was an entrepreneur after being corporate and then being a farmer. So when I got to high school, it was where I wanted to really align with how could I present myself as the successful person, thinking that I'll be an administrative assistant or a corporate executive or whatever that might look like. And I fulfilled that to some degree. But when I got ready to turn 30, I had this whole awakening that, man, this isn't really what I thought I wanted. I want more. And I'd been working in school settings. And so I decided at the age of 30, I'll just go back to school and get my teaching degree. I originally thought I wanted to divorce my husband, but apparently that was not the plan. And so I did that. I did that in less than four years, working full-time, raising two boys, taking care of the household. And I stepped into teaching and I loved it. And because then I was supporting others, I was helping them grow, encouraging them. And then we got an opportunity several years later to go into the golf course business, which my husband's father was a part of getting that initiated. And we said, yes, got my husband out of the factory. I was still going to teach, saw retail retirement would be there in no time. But then we had a chance to buy a second golf course. And that's when things really turned for me stepping into what I thought I wanted to create as a young woman in high school is the version of myself. But yet it wasn't in New York and the high rise buildings, right? I'm in this nature, I'm, you know, owning and operating two golf courses, but I had that strong desire to still teach. So I was fulfilling the business side of it. But the teaching was where I started helping women understand the game of golf, why you would want to play, how do you play, and I created find your own drive. 
thrive. And that's where I stepped into how you show up on the golf course is how you're showing up in life and how you're embracing things or not embracing them. And so that curriculum was developed. I continued to do that on the golf course. Then I took it off the golf course, doing public speaking, workshops, training. And then we sold the golf courses at the end of 2017. And it was like, what does Melissa do with herself now? And I was like, well, you've developed this, you've created this, you have a following. So it's time to just do this full time. So that's where I stepped into the Melissa Kirkpatrick business and life coaching, because I could see the need, especially during COVID, we really had an upset in our lives. And that's really where I gained traction with my business. And that's what I do now full time. And I absolutely love it. I love that. And I love 10 years old and you were already out there knocking on doors. I love that. I would have to say, like, if I had to think back for me, it was Girl Scouts and selling Girl Scout cookies. I had a passion, like a couple people in the area had these gold stars. So if you sold cookies to them, you got this gold star, which I think meant I got better toys. I don't know, but I was very <laughs> focused on that. And it ended up being my bus driver. And I was the only one on my bus to ask her if she wanted to buy Girl Scout cookies. And so I got the star. And I'm so excited. And it was that connecting the dots of if I do this, you know, and that I think a lot of that is the entrepreneur piece is connecting the dot. And so you've been able to connect these dots in all these different ways. And now you're getting to do the business and life coach in a different way than what you were doing. So you're just consistently evolving. It's so cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And that gold star and checkmark mentality will serve you for only so long <laughs> because then you've got to decide, okay, now I'm creating my own gold stars and check marks. It's not someone telling me what to do. I have to do it and show up for myself now. And that's the hard part with entrepreneurship for sure. Yes. And if you have all kinds of ideas, how do you just pick one? How do you just mm -hmm. stay focused? And if you're a people pleaser like me, you keep saying yes to people when you shouldn't. So, I mean, there's so many things that I'm really excited about this book, Phoenix Style, and reading all the chapters because as an entrepreneur, I need to learn these and I'm excited to learn from you and the other authors. So before we dive into the book, tell me you've already written before, you're already an author. So why did you decide to do it again? So the other publications that I was in before go back way back and I felt it needed to be refreshed because the version of Melissa, you know, 10 years ago when the first book came out is not the same version of Melissa. Now I do have a desire at some point to write my own book. And I did write the book five steps to your own drive in PDF form. It was never published in a book because I wanted to build more on it. But then after transitioning out of the golf course, then it was kind of like, well, we'll just put that on the shelf. So this time felt in alignment only because well, one, just the opportunities when they present themselves, sometimes if we second guess or we try to figure out, is it a good fit? Not a good fit. We get in our own way, which is my number one rule to running your own business. Get out of your own way, meaning get out of your head and just go with that intuitiveness. What really lights you up? What really feels good? And it felt so in alignment with where I am. And of course, you know, the background of being able to say you're a published author and be able to give someone a book that you were a part of, it just has more integrity about the person. And it also demonstrates to others who think they can't do it, that it's not possible who am I to write a book or write a chapter? And I feel that this moment was as I level up and as my clients level up, I have to be that roadmap for them to see what's next. What's another opportunity or possibility. And I can talk about it in the sense of, I did it. I experienced that this was the good, this was the bad, this was, you know, what it brought me, how I felt. And I'm always looking to take my own lessons and my own learning and not only go through it myself personally, even if it's, you know, the bad things 
I just lost my mother a little over a month ago. So, you know, it's those kind of things. But I always know in my heart, being a teacher by trade, I'm given these opportunities for me to experience, to take all the tools I've learned from my coaches and to be able to bring it into someone else's life so they don't have to wait as long or go through it as hard or be stuck in their story, stuck in their head. And that's where I felt it's time now, because like I said, I rebranded a couple of years ago. I went into this full time. What a great opportunity to just start putting myself out there in different ways. And I love how it's helping you be a role model for your clients and showing them. And I think a lot of times we forget to do it ourselves when we're doing it for others. So I love that you're like, no, I need to do this for me. And it's also going to help them too. And I'm so sorry to hear about your mother. I just know how amazing moms are. And so I'm sure she's just jumping for joy for you right now, knowing that you have become an Amazon bestseller and you've gotten your voice out there. So congratulations on the Amazon bestselling. I know it's such a huge accomplishment. Like I said, I'm sure your mom's like having a drink for you up there <laughs> to celebrate. But what would you like to do now that you have that? Are there some goals that you have now that the chapter's written, some key things you want to be doing with your business now that you have the book as part of your business? It will be. And the other authors that contributed also, there's that collaboration piece of it. And I understand just in general, there's a lot of modalities that we can use to learn to do different things. You know, look at weight loss. Like there's a million different ways that you can lose weight. They all work. It's just some will align with others better than most. And so that is a piece of what I see these other authors. And I know them personally. Well, most of them personally, I know their journey, their story. I've been in collaboration with them prior to the book. So that's the part that allows me, even in my past books, this worked for me, but look what they did. And that worked for them. And then this person did that. And then it gives us a sense of self and going, oh, it doesn't have to be that cookie cutter approach. And I can pull from this person and that person to find what works for me. And that's where I feel this book is going to give me that opportunity. I'm involved in a lot of networking groups. I'm involved in a lot of making connections for people, introductions. And as I grow my vision to be out speaking and engaging in that community on the stage, which I've had opportunities to do that, but I want to grow that more because I feel like the impact reaches more. And then these tools, such as the book Phoenix style is going to be another means of me saying, okay, you can't work with me right now, or you're not ready to invest in yourself. This is going to give you a stepping stone, a place to start evidence that you are on the right path because you're not alone. And we all think we're alone, right? We're the only ones on the entrepreneurial journey and we're on this Island and there's no one to save us. But I want to just really start bringing in those tools that I can support others and help them know they are enough because that's the number one condition we all face every day is I'm not enough. And we are totally enough. We just got to find our own drive in order to make that be your story. And then you can create from a space from there. And you need to find the tribe too, right? Because it can be hard to say it yourself, but if you have someone say it to you first, or you Mm -hmm. have those other women or those other people supporting you and rising you up and saying you are enough, it helps you too. And then, like you said, then all of a sudden you guys are able to help each other in so many different ways. And I love that, especially with Phoenix Styles, so many of you knew each other so well before the book. And then you had some new people come in, you know, and have this mix of different women telling their stories in different ways. So I'm curious, what would be like your first tip to a new entrepreneur who is taking this journey, saying yes to being an entrepreneur? What's a mindset tip or even just a business tip that you would suggest for them to do? 
The first thing is always to have a clear vision. Don't worry about the cursed house like Mike Dooley talks about, right? We want the cursed house to just figure out, but the vision of what it is you're trying to create. You may not have the complete vision ahead of you, but it's about what is it that you're really trying to accomplish? What's your why? Because no one cares why you get out of bed. They just care why you do what you do. And if you can't understand why you're doing what you're doing, there's the first obstacle. That's going to be one of those mindset things that's going to get in your way because you're going to have all this other information coming from others. You can't do that. You're not smart enough, pretty enough, you know, all of those things. So once you have the vision, then it's fine. That person that's already doing what you want to do. So that to me sometimes can feel uncomfortable. Just like when you work in a job, you don't want to teach someone everything you know how to do because you're afraid they'll take your job, right? That's the old schooling, the old mindset. But the thing is, if you're here and you want to get there, who's already done it? Who's already gone through all the obstacles and the challenges and has a way to lift you up, to reach out and bring you up with them? I think that's the place where we get uncomfortable asking for help because then it says, oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I have to have someone else help me do that. I'm going to have to invest all this money. And that's where we fall short because we have this expectation. We're trying to figure out the house before we just get in motion and action causes a reaction. So it's constantly being on that path of taking those steps saying, I don't have it all figured out. I'm going to figure it out, but I'm also going to have people, whether it's a coach or mentor or someone that you know is already doing it, get in alignment with them because they'll keep your dream alive. They'll keep your vision alive. Not the cousin or the nieces and nephews or the family members that are telling you, what, what are you doing? They have no clue. Let them just be in the background as you rise up as that entrepreneurial that you know is inside of you. Does that make sense? Oh, so much. I love the vision, the purpose, the why, but also having someone who's been there and done that. That's so impactful. You know, so many times an entrepreneur tries something, fails, stops, instead of starting right away, maybe ask some questions, ask someone else, and maybe you'll learn that maybe that's not the right direction. Or I love just giving entrepreneurs all of my free software that I found as an entrepreneur and say, you don't always have to pay. Let me give you what I use. Mm -hmm. I'll tell you why I use it because I don't want you to have this monthly QuickBooks charge when mm -hmm. you can use wave apps for free. And it does the same thing. So, you know, it's just having those kind of mentors being able to kind of guide you so important. And it also helps you feel like you're not alone. Yeah. Yeah. I share, I think in the chapter about my million dollar mistake was when we got into the golf course business, the gal that managed and ran everything said to me, Hey, Melissa, would you like to meet and have a conversation? I can share everything. And of course my pride stepped in and I'm like, no, I can run this golf course. I didn't know crap about the golf course business, right? I wasn't even playing at the time. My family all did, but I didn't. And so again, is when you ask for that help or someone offers that help, don't be quick to be like, well, they're going to think that, you know, I've got to have it all together otherwise. But when I went into teaching my backgrounds in business education. So it was like Microsoft office and accounting and keyboarding, like, okay, yeah, I can do this. Well, I got thrown into an IT program, everything information technology. I didn't know all that stuff, but I was willing to learn. And I tapped into people. And luckily the tech guy for the school building was amazing. Like me and him hit it off really good and things worked out great. But had I taken what I did at the teaching level and asking for the help, finding the key person that was going to make that work for me, took that into the golf course part, I would have said yes to that woman. I would have been on her shirt tail and just absorbing everything I could absorb. And I chose not to. And so it was a harder path. Like I learned the things, but it was one of those, what I could have learned in six months took me like six years. And that's being in your own damn way. You've got to think about that. You've got to just drop the pride and just know this person has not shown up by accident. It's all in divine timing. And if they say yes, or I want to pick their brain, it's okay. It is okay.
I love that. And it is, it's work smarter, not harder. It's like the definition of what you just said, yeah, <laughs> you know, cause like you said, you got it, but it was six years versus six months and what you could have done in those five and a half years, but we don't know, you know, we just don't know. And so being willing to take that help or being willing to ask for help is so important for all of us. I think even as a mom, I mm-hmm. need to be asking questions sometimes. <laughs> Maybe they can help me figure out, you know, why my daughter's doing X or Y or talking to someone about my marriage, you know, like how do you do this? You know, again, we always feel like we have to figure it out ourselves Mm -hmm. when there are so many people out there supporting us. And there were so many people out there supporting women in business, the books on Friday and helping you guys become bestsellers. And we are so grateful for all of them for doing that. And I'm just excited that we get to share your story in Phoenix style. And so other entrepreneurs can learn from you and I might want to learn from you right now. So how can they connect with you after they hear this podcast? Go to my website, melissakirkpatrickbusinesscoach.com. There is an opportunity to book a call with me. You can see the services that I've done. I've got great testimonials that are in video as well as written form. You can see some of my showcase top clients that I've been working with and their success level. I'm on social media, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, but definitely just start at the website because I think you'll get a sense of me and what I've done for others and what the direction is and grab that free call that I offer. So melissakirkpatrickbusinesscoach.com. Wonderful. We will add that to the notes so that they can get to it. Melissa, it's been wonderful talking to you. Thank you so much for being part of the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Thank you. And thank you for making it such an easy, fun experience that most of us would think would be daunting and hard, but really the collaboration and what you guys have built on the back end of it for us, helping us to be number one sellers in Amazon, like it's kudos to you. So thank you. And I appreciate you opening the space for all of us to be a part of that. Thank you. That's the whole reason we do it. So I appreciate that so much. Thanks for listening to the Book Smarts Business Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the show and share this episode with a friend. In the meantime, join our business author community where you can connect with other business authors and learn about becoming an author at authors.influencenetworkmedia.com. Until next time.